0: You can find good pods on the web or download the app. Happy listening.
1: Welcome to the World of Saloon.
2: Hello everyone and welcome to Queers and Spears Presents the World of Saluna Side Quest Bottom Sep. I am your modest game master CJ, and today we jump back into the quest of the Sacred Seven. Last we left our adventurers, they took off back into the wilds of Puppet, heading towards their next town of Tarnstead. Along the way, they seemed to have gotten a little off track on the uh, main road towards Tarnstead. And by the time night had fallen and our adventurers had begun to feel weary from their travels, they had yet to reach the next location. Two, two by two, our adventurers kept watch. As the sun slowly rose over the mountains to their left, And the sky begins to clear from the little bits that they can see through the canopy. The smell of wet grass from the mist and fog that rolls through these forests at night is still on your noses as you all stretch and wake up in the wilds. R. How are you feeling waking up out in the wilds? Very uncomfortable. (laughs) Very uncomfortable. This is not your style at all and not a place you would want to be. Uh, In fact, probably the last place you'd want to be at this moment. Definitely. Is there anything you would do in the morning with this feeling in mind as you're waking up?
0: I would think R is probably keeping busy. Uh, He, due to unlocking more powers (laughs) through our adventures, I think he would be performing the summoning ritual for the
2: familiar. Absolutely. You perform this ritual. And then will you describe for us and the viewers what your familiar looks like? Sure. So, let me see. So My
0: Familiar is considered uh, an inkling, is what it's called. It is basically uh, a black ooze that can float and doesn't have a real shape, but it kind of defaults to basically kind of like a ghost sheet kind of thing, where it's rounded at the top and then it's just dripping the the ink off it, the bottom of it
2: as you summon this dripping creature next to you with the uneasiness of the forest around you you find this comfort in this emotionless creature that you have bonded with next to you whoa How are you feeling this morning, waking up in the forest?
3: Um, I think most of the plants around where Woe fell asleep are dead, or dried up. Uh, but Woe herself is feeling pretty good.
2: You wake up not in a bed of moist flowers and grass and The green of the forest around you. Instead, you wake up to the crunch of dark brown green grass underneath you, flowers that have wilted and dried to the point of dehydration. And it's a beautiful circle around you. It's like a line you can perfectly draw where the grass dies and the grass lives, where it has perfectly surrounded your body where it laid rest last night. How are you feeling? Uh, What does Woe do in preparation in the morning um, with how she's feeling with everything kind of being dead around you? Even though that's not necessarily unlike your experience and your life experience, it is Still, an experience happening to you in this moment. I definitely
3: uh, will will cry for the loss of the plants. You, like cry. quietly, not loudly. Just, I don't know if I'm before anyone else wakes up, but I'd rather not have anyone really see me.
2: Mm-hmm. I uh... and
3: I do want to try and like druid craft back to life the plants. The, the plants okay. probably wilted from myself. Absolutely. Just I have a wilting presence.
2: So go ahead, and first things first, just roll me a stealth check. Ten. Okay. So you shed some tears over these plants, and then you cast your druid craft to bring this patch of undead, of of dead plants around you back to life to the best of your ability and you are able to bring all if not most of the plants around you back to their a healthy form click clack how are you feeling this morning waking up in the forest
3: the clack hates it he just straight up hates it He doesn't hate the mission, he doesn't hate the people that he's with. He hates that he knows his wife is alive.
2: And, click-clack for you, I have a different question than your other two friends this morning. Um, how did you sleep last night, knowing that your wife is alive? And that there is a plausibility for not only the completion of your family, but the health of your child? and the completion of your family.
3: He's trying not to think about it, honestly. Uh, he doesn't want to get
4: his hopes that high because he knows it's dangerous and he knows that the world is cruel. Yes, out of everything that he's been through, if he could get Tink back safely to their child with this cure for beef. yes, he does want that, but he's trying to be realistic in his ideals of he might have to choose between the two.
2: As you sit with this thought, choosing what to some is an impossible choice, choosing between the life of your wife and the life of your son, on the plausibility that one is still alive and the other is definitely still alive, at least when you left him, but he's very, very sick. So there's this inner battle I am can only imagine within, as this morning arises, as the sun hits your beautiful black feathers. Um, and you are sitting and you're pondering this as the sun comes up. Encina, how are you feeling about waking up in the forest this morning?
4: Um, I don't think it's so much the forest that bothers Encina, but what's waiting for them as they venture forward. Um, and I really don't think Encina slept very well, knowing what has occurred, what they've just experienced, and all of the paranoia and anxiety they already had about coming back to Puppet.
2: Absolutely. Knowing what could and c- very plausibly lie ahead, with the rumors, with the children you ran into yesterday, Finley, and their older sister Susanna, knowing that you provided them some comfort, some safety, some help. As you wake up this morning, know that those children are also waking as the sun rises, heading towards a better future than where they left. How are you preparing for your day today?
4: I think... I think Encina's not only preparing physically, but also mentally, and is just sort of... running through a bunch of different scenarios, wondering if she's going to run into... a a few certain someones, um, wonders if... What's changed, and if anyone will recognize her, if she has to run, or well, not run. She wouldn't run, but if she has to hide herself, or pretty much anything. So I think Encina is just running through a bunch of scenarios in that regard, and just m- making sure her making sure her weapons are sharp. That you know her, she's got her spells versed. She knows what what she's got in her arsenal. Just very much making sure that um, just that she's as prepared as she can be because that's all she has really she doesn't, it's been five years since she left, she doesn't know what the state of the cult is like now all she knows is what she grew up around and what and the brutality that she's known herself, she doesn't know if she can hazard a guess with what happened with Finley and Susanna and seeing the way they were. She can hazard a guess that, you know, things have progressed, gotten worse. Um, And considering the fact that there's an entire town missing, or that has gone silent, possibly overtaken by, you know, the cult. um, You know, she can hazard a guess that they've gotten even worse. Um, So I think she's just preparing... For as much as she possibly can. And just making sure that. Again like I said. As ready as she can be. Um, And I think it's also just trying to save face. I don't think she wants anyone to know. That she has this inner turmoil. Within her. Um, And I think Encina is also a little. Afraid. For. For anyone to find out what what they might find out about her if they continue going forward. So yeah, so just a lot of uncertainty and a lot of preparing as best as she can.
2: You prepare as best as you can to walk forward into a situation that maybe for the first time in a long time, you really have no idea what you're walking into. You know that you usually would walk from town to town, and you know that there would be issues that you could pick up, and you could earn some quick gold, and you can get along your way and move from town to town. But this time is different. You know that the cult is dangerous. You know they have a habit of trying to overrun towns. And some are successful, and some are unsuccessful. But for a town to go silent for two weeks, cultist activity nearby, You can only fear the worst, as the worst lies straight in front of you. Freya, how are you feeling waking up in the forest this morning?
1: Um, I think Freya is actually not feeling bad. I think he's... Mildly enjoying the forest um, after his conversation with Woe and getting to know Xander a little better, I think you'll find him probably waking up, like, still curled up in like, Indy's probably still curled around them, but, like, him and Xander are probably, like, shoulder to shoulder asleep in the morning, but he's waking up and he's pretty feeling pretty good. Like, he's not hung up on almost dying as much anymore. I think now he's more working towards what Woe said, that he doesn't know, he doesn't understand what it means still, but him having to earn his own friendship is a thing that really kind of, like, stuck out to him, and I think he's just, like, probably doing the same as Encina, like, getting his weapons ready because he doesn't know what's going to happen, but he's not as in dark of a mood.
2: So you had the very last watch last night. You and Xander watched as the sun rose and the rays started peeking through the tall canopies and shining down on your friends and your family, all sleeping down beneath you with Indy curled up behind you, snoozing and snoring very loudly. But Xander is awake next to you as you both had successfully completed this final watch. You both did get enough sleep last night, so everybody still gets the benefit of a long rest here. But Xandar and Jezar also arise and they wake, start gathering their things and preparing for whatever may lie ahead. Now, you know that you aren't too far away from Tarnstead. You just got a little off track. So it shouldn't take you too long to get there. But who would go like to go ahead and make the perception check? And who would like to make survival check for the road there? Just one perception check for the right way and one survival check for the journey.
1: I'll make one. Um, I'll make... the. I'll make the survival check.
0: Sounds good. R will make the perception check and redeem himself. Absolutely. Uh,
4: get it, R.
0: <laughs> also, just for uh, flavor, I'm going to be keeping the amorphous ooze that is my familiar in the bottle that used to contain the corrupted blood.
2: So that's a nine. A nine. Fantastic. And
0: for perception,
2: R got 14. 10 plus 4. 14. Okay. So with R's direction, you are able to find... With R's perception, you are able to find the right direction to Tarnstead. You see it peeking through the trees. You kind of look beyond the large, obstructing tree trunks that gather in masses uh before you and around you and with a 9 survival check um Freya will you please go ahead and roll me a luck check
4: Don't for- don't forget you can use blood dice
2: Yes blood dice are always there to help
3: Not in
0: this instance If you use enough of them, it will always work.
1: (laughs) Um. No, it won't, because that's not one.
3: Okay. I'm
1: sorry!
2: I'm just happy it wasn't me. (laughs) You have found the path to Tarnstead. You see under fallen Brickabrash and leaves is the remains of a road that leads you to Tarnstead. You're traveling through the woods, very excited about knowing the direction that you're going. Freya, can you describe what a Not One Survival Check or luck check for your lower survival check looks like to you? Um, I think
1: it, I think it looks like Freya is probably not paying attention and is, is talking and it probably looks like him walking through like w- like shrubs with like thorns and getting whacked with like tree branches and like probably slipping and falling into like a lot of mud um so it, it honestly is like him just honestly making a fool out of himself as he's walking?
2: So, being similar, I would say, for our viewers, in description to a paladin, wearing large, heavy armor protect you from the many things that life throws at you, as you are excitedly talking, and walking, and heading towards the next place, you don't necessarily realize how loud you're being. Yes. As you start to hear, actually, everybody but Freya, go ahead and give me a perception check.
1: Alright. I do have a passive perception of 11, if Ooh. that
2: helps me. I'll take that into consideration. Oh, that's nice. 19. 19. 23, if I include the plus
4: one. 23. I got
2: a 2. A 2. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! And Sina
4: got a 19.
2: 19, okay. <sighs> a couple high rolls, a couple low rolls. So... Party splits. THE PARTY SPLITS. <laughs> Whoa, You know the forest, you know this forest, you know your forest, you know mystical forests, you know trees, you know nature,
3: wow. I actually do know some trees by name. That's very true, you do. Like Steve. Don't trust like Steve. Like Steve, good old Steve, but- No, don't trust Steve.
2: You know that the sound of consistent twigs snapping and getting louder and louder is not something you would find consistent in the forest. And this is something you hear.
3: Uh, I think Woe going to say, uh, maybe to Encina or Freya, who's ever leading the pack. Is it Freddy, or is it Encina?
2: It's currently Freddy, who's leading the pack.
3: Uh, then I think I'll bring it to Freddy's attention, and I'll say, um... Uh, Freddy, I think there are something following us.
0: Now that, uh... Woe has pointed it out, do I hear the, the steps as well?
2: As Woe points it out to you, do you or whoa, do you hush the party in any way?
3: Everyone, shut the fuck up.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Rhea
1: does, in fact, immediately <laughs> shut up at that.
0: Rhea's also going to like, kind of like, crouch down and like, gesture his hand downwards to like, kind of duck down into whatever's around us.
2: Is this something that the whole party agrees to? Would you like to try and hide yourself from whatever is out there? Yes. Oop. I vote yes.
4: Um, yeah. <laughs> Just so,
0: and see to find a, a tall tree.
4: <laughs> no, see, that's what I was— lo- I was looking at how many spell slots I have, because I have something that will absolutely hide me um wait a minute i might i might not even have to use a spell slot for this because of how because of how it is hold on um (laughs) just give me one second because it's not showing me on my sheet the uh the specifics of this just give me one second Okay, so I don't actually have to use a spell slot for this. Um, when Woe says everyone shut the fuck up... Also, Encina got a 19. Can she also hear these footsteps or no?
2: After the- after Woe says everybody to shut the fuck up, then you do start to hear it.
4: Okay, and then I think Encina hearing the footsteps and seeing that everyone is trying to hide and Cena is going to cast Invisibility on herself. Damn.
2: Fantastic. You cast Invisibility. You guys hide. Can I get a group stealth check, please?
4: Certainly. Yes. Can I get advantage then- because I'm invisible?
2: Yes, you can. You <laughs> absolutely you. can. Thank you um, very much. And then this is a question for everybody that you can think about if you'd like. You have to let me know if you would like to hear or take a good look at the creature. That is your choice.
4: I think Insignia is going to take a good look.
1: I, so I'm going to take a blood die on this.
4: Okay. I also got a 15 for stealth. 15
1: I got, for stealth. I got a 19 for stealth. Awesome. And I would also like to get a look at it. Okay.
3: I just got a 15. I don't want to see it. Got it. Um, Click Clack got a 26 on stealth, and Click Clack is going to take a look.
2: Fantastic.
0: R is going to take a look. I will be taking a blood die. Those are D6s, right?
2: Yes, D6s. Okay. Then R had... 17. 17. Fantastic. So you all passed... The group stealth check. And for those who wish to see, as you are hiding in the crooks of the trees, moss overgrowing on the side, providing you a shaded cover under the roots that grow above and intertwangle in front of you, you all hear the footsteps get louder and louder and louder as you can feel and hear the heat of its breath as it passes behind the tree that you are directly hiding behind. Those who dare take a peek look and see a large mangled, emaciated creature, black, dripping skin, and antlers that scrape the tops of the canopy. This creature could easily be 20 feet high or higher. It thumps with each passing step as it just shakes the ground around you, dirt falling from the spaces around you. Are you going to remain hidden?
4: Absolutely, yeah. Yep. Think so.
0: <laughs> you said it, it. Heat was coming out of its mouth, like just heat, or like this thing breathed fire.
2: You don't know. Just you feel the heat.
4: And it's twenty feet tall. You said. You think so? <laughs> bitch is even taller than Encina.
1: Freddy, you stay hidden. You fucking bitch. <laughs>
0: Think I'm gonna play stealth music, which is silence.
2: <laughs> <laughs> He's considering his options here. He's like twenty feet, we say.
0: No, R, R is gonna stay. hidden.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it sounds like a collective yes for staying hidden.
4: Actually, CJ, could I could I do an insight check on the monster? or the creature rather Absolutely. Okay, beautiful. Cuz I just picked up a spell that if I remember correctly might actually help. Mm. You bitch. Okay. Well, that is a 7 for an insight check. Um and basically what I wanted my insight check to be was to see if this creature um it looks like it's it if It doesn't really matter. I got a 7. But if it was... If it's infected... If it was something previously before the infection... Or if it is a byproduct of the infection.
2: Hmm. Okay. So on a 7... With that being your primary objective... On your insight... You can tell that it is infected. Based off of the way its body structure, and the way that its face looks, the way that their hands look. You can assume that this creature pre-infection was probably not friendly, but you can't be sure. They it seems like they have long claw-like fingers on each of their hands that are just dripping with this black, oozy infection currently.
4: Okay. And the other question I'm going to ask before I pull the group. When we were in Fort Jan, if I remember correctly, General Moxie said the only thing that seems to be able to help this infection was, if I recall correctly, was either a lesser restoration or a greater restoration. I can't remember which one it is.
2: That's correct. So a, um, a lesser restoration works on those who still have... The mind composure, but are also infected and falling prone to this infection, a greater restoration will help somebody who has already gone too far, essentially. So it's like uh, an, an infected, uh, like for The Last of Us, an infected versus like a clicker, you know?
4: Okay, I get you, get you. Yeah, like a, uh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I think with that information, no one's going to be able to see it because Encina is effectively invisible. Um, But she is going to reach her hand out, and at the very last second, stop herself from touching the creature, and kind of pull her hand back to herself and kind of, in her head, says to herself, another time, I don't think it's for now and she is not going to cast Lesser Restoration on this creature.
2: So you prepare this spell. You can feel the energy kind of building and growing in the palm of your hand. to you pull back, knowing that there is still a full day in front of you and still so much to see, and you don't know for sure if it will help or if this creature will understand that it is receiving help. After hiding for a couple of minutes, hearing the snapping of twigs and the distant rumbling of footsteps push off into the distance, you finally feel like there's an opportunity where you are safe to continue your journey.
1: i'll step out of hiding and like kind of look around waiting for everybody else to step out
2: you step around and look out it is in fact clear it seems like the creature whatever it may be has walked away off into the distance
4: invisibility lasts for an hour so encina is going to remain invisible but is going to pipe up from very softly from behind Freya, and be like, "I'm over here." Oh. J- oh. <laughs> <laughs> the Don't. spell lasts for an, this. Well, listen. The spell lasts for an hour, so I'm I'm gonna stay invisible for a little while. Got to use uh, up the mana juices. Uh, I
1: I I understand, but a tap would have been good enough.
4: <laughs> well. I wasn't sure if I should do a tap or if I should just, like, you know, announce myself because I wasn't sure if I did a tap, you'd, like, swing around with your glaive and, like, you know, stick it in my side. That would really suck. Like, I need to be intact for this whole th- excursion.
1: This is true. Maybe <laughs> speaking of it was better. <laughs>
4: I'll, um, I'll take a tap into account the next time because I go in- invisible pretty often. It's, it's one of my party tricks. I like doing it. Oh,
1: it it's it's really cool um, I, think, <laughs> I think Freya actually is going to turn to Xander and be like can I borrow Indy for a moment
2: uh, Xander looks to you and he's like um sh- sure you're um what are you planning on doing nothing too dangerous I hope
1: no Nothing too dangerous. Uh and Freya's going to like hop onto Indy and like kinda like lightly nudge their shoulder to be like, you can take off. I need to be up a little higher. Um and he's he wants to get a look from higher up about how far they are from Tarnstead in this moment.
2: Okay. Um Uh, Indy takes off and crests through the opening in the canopy. You watch as your friends grow smaller and smaller into the darkness that is the forest. You take off for a quick preview of what is to come in front of you. Go ahead and roll me a perception check or an investigation check, your call. Uh, Let me see which one is better.
1: I think they're the same. Nope, investigation is minus one, perception is plus one. So we're gonna do perception. Uh,
2: that's cocked as far. There we go. Uh, that's, uh, 15. Uh, 15. So you see that the t- Tarnstead is, in fact, probably about an hour and a half away on foot. So you are, in fact, fairly close. You just kind of were just right of where you guys needed to be. So you kind of, like, drifted off to the right a bit uh, on your journey. Um, so not too far uh, on your journey to get there, um... Uh, and uh as you're kind of looking around as well um usually when you look upon towns and all of the towns and villages and cities that you've come across so far in your journey there have been people in the streets and there's been festivities or like rowdiness at least you see like movement in town from here on a 15 you can't really see any movement in the town interesting do
1: I also see that thing's horns cresting the canopy?
2: Uh, on a 15, you don't.
1: Okay. Uh, cool. So I'll take Indy back down, um, and I think I'll relay all of that, especially, like, be like, the town is interestingly stale of movement. Uh
4: if I had this, they're probably hiding in the houses. They don't like to stay out where people can see them.
1: Okay, well, it helps that you you know a bit about them, but... Also, it was quite exhilarating being in the, the front and controlling the flight rather than a passenger. But that's extra stuff. Uh, we're about probably an hour away?
0: Five foot? Which direction do we need to
1: go? Uh, I'll point in the direction. Okay, DM.
0: In relation to where they pointed, because we were all watching. In relation to the direction we need to go, where did the creature go?
2: (laughs) So, in relation to where you are going currently... You are currently mm-hmm. heading in kind of a north-western direction, a more west than north. It came mm-hmm. from the west, and it was heading east, so it crossed your path and is heading the opposite direction that you are headed. Okay, thank you. <laughs>
4: Absolutely. Oh, <yeah. laughs> Goodbye, bitch. <laughs> I'm There's sure we no will see you matter. later. <laughs> we'll see you again. <laughs> I have a feeling in my gut, but we'll see. <laughs> we
5: shall see. Mm.
2: So with the newfound information, a sky-high view of your journey, and a confirmation of direction with our perception check already, you are able to find the path and the straightforward direction to get to... Tarnstead. And as you all start to arrive on the edges of this town, you see the trees clear up a bit so that there's very scattered, if any, trees that actually line inside the streets of the city. But as you all approach, you see buildings that are a little dirty, a little run down. You see uh, some like torn banners uh, up, kind of laid up on the homes, like, draping down towards the floor. You see that there are broken vases up on the sides of the walls, and busted doors, and busted windows. Everybody give me a perception check.
4: It. And does not like this at all.
1: (laughs) It's a 14 from Freya. 14.
4: 11 from Click Clack. Eleven.
2: Ten for Woe. Ten for Woe.
1: Don't forget your plus ones from Freyazora.
4: Ooh. Um, so that is... And that was insight, you said, CJ? Or was that perception? Perception. Uh, okay, the so plus that... One? Okay. That's a, six... That's a sixteen for Encina. Sixteen.
2: Okay. As you all are looking around, you all do confirm what Freya was telling you all from their kind of skyward view of Tarnstead. You're kind of walking through the main main street of this city, you know, usually main streets are bustling, you know, there are shops trying to sell you their wonderful wares and all of these different things. Nothing. No people, no footsteps, no whispers. Just the sound of the wilds around you. As you're looking around as well, deeper into what is kind of happening here on your perception check, a little bit of a deeper insight on what the town itself looks like. Is There are multiple, what looks like, businesses along this main street with several very quaint homes kind of in the back behind all of these shops, kind of scattered around in small little neighborhoods. And at the end of this long main street that is littered with all of these different shops and convenience stores and other things for people to live their lives here in this town is a church. DM <laughs> Sorry.
1: Freya. Um, I would like to, uh, do something to see if perhaps there is or are people around us and we just don't know.
2: You can give me an investigation check. Anyone who would like to look for any signs of life.
1: I would actually like to cast Detect Thoughts. Okay. What is the range? 30 feet, I believe.
2: Okay. So you're doing this kind of as you're searching around here yes, uh, in the I,
1: town. Due to my Invoke Magic Emotions, I can cast it without a spell slot.
2: Fantastic. You can still give me an investigation check, but since you're using Detect Thoughts, you can, u- uh, you can have advantage on this because you're kind of using magic to help you search for people.
1: Uh, so that's a 19. Awesome.
2: And then R, I think you were also rolling. What did you manage to get?
0: So, actually, what I was planning to do was to hold the bottle of uh, my ooze, my familiar, mm-hmm. who I've named Divad or Div for short. <laughs> <laughs> he he has blindsight, so I wanted to hold him against the ground and see if he can feel any tremors of movement.
2: Ooh, okay. Fantastic.
0: He has 60 feet of blindsight.
2: Okay, 60 feet of blindsight. sight. As so in a as he is an ooze, he sees all. <laughs> you feel the ooze, yes. Feel it in your <laughs> all over your skin like sunscreen. Um yes. <laughs> so you two, is there anyone else who wants to search for life or is it just Freya and R?
4: Um, and Cena will make an investigation check. Okay. Um, click also- 19 investigation.
2: 19 investigation from click clack.
4: I also wanted to ask, is this a place that... Does Encina recognize this place? Has not Cena been here before?
2: Um, You do not recognize this place, but you do recognize some of the remnants of, like, banners that are kind of laying around.
4: Disgusting. I also got a 3, 4 in my investigation.
2: <laughs> I love it. Okay, so on a 19, a 3... Another 19, and then... I'm sorry, R, what was yours one more time? Was it also a 19? No, it wasn't that 20. Not 20. Oh, oh even that.
4: <laughs> Get it, R?
2: Better. My bad. I was off by one. My bad. Um. <laughs> all right, so everybody here is searching with purpose. Everybody here has a thought, a mission, a... Piece of them that drives them forward, looking for some signs of life, click clack in search of any remnants of your wife, with the possibility of that her still being alive in Sina, wrapped up in the thoughts of the tattered, torn banners that you can find laying on the floor, knowing all too well where they came from. Freya walking around. Detecting thoughts, trying to find signs of life, and a that 20 from R, as you all end up not listening and hearing for things. R, you place your familiar on the floor, listening for tremors, listening for signs of life, and placing it on the floor. You do, your familiar does hear signs of life coming from beneath you, probably all the way at the very edge of its 60-foot radius, you can feel these tremors, or that you can get the sense from your familiar that there are these tremors. But as you all search around for something here above ground and signs of life, you don't see it first, you smell it first. A smell none of you have smelled before. It is foul. It is rank. It is unlike anything you have ever smelled before, and you all have thrown up together. You have experienced the disease, the ick, that just spreads itself across these beautiful, beautiful wilds. As you turn a corner and see a pile of burned bodies, smoldering ashes, black as night. Just out, in the open, smoking.
1: Interesting.
4: Um. I will say, um, Encina does not look well at all. She's trying to keep it to herself, but she does not look well. And I think she might. Go ahead. I'm sorry.
0: No, R is also not feeling well from the smell of burnt corpses.
4: Yeah. Um. And Sina might have an inkling to go to the church, and also maybe there's an inkling that something in the church could probably lead them to where the rest of the cult is.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: Your character has a history with church, and churches, and specifically with this cult. Being within the confines of church walls um, okay. are also on a nat 20. When finding these bodies, you do see that there is some chunks of flesh missing. It is hard to decipher here in this pile of burned bodies, but on a natural 20, you see that not all the pieces are here.
0: I think R, noticing this, will try to investigate a little further. He's going to be <laughs> whispering to himself, just keep it together, keep it together, <laughs> as he goes over to inspect the bodies. He will not directly touch them. I think he'd use his dagger to like move to see what specific parts are missing. It was just an array of different limbs, or is there a pattern?
2: Um, on a natural 20, uh, you see that it is it is different pieces of the bodies. Um, from what you can see, it looks like they took some of the larger chunks of muscle tissue from each of the different people. So it depends on the person and how their body was built. But you see, like, uh, somebody who... Uh, you see some bodies that are like fully flayed down to skeletal remains and you also see full burnt bodies as well and the full burnt bodies are um um are skinnier in nature uh you can kind of tell on a natural tone you can tell that this person was probably skinny before burning to a crisp Um, so you can maybe correlate from there that this person probably did not have their muscles taken from them because they were skinnier.
0: Can I ask, can I roll a medicine check to see, uh, so you said before that we can smell the disease, right?
2: Um, it does have a distinct smell. It's very, like, inky in nature. Right.
0: I just want to see if, how, if I can... I know the bodies are bur- burnt, but, like, if there's any indication of how far along they are in that process. If they, these were, like, the ones that were fully turned, kind of. Um, <clears throat>
2: uh, you don't detect any smell of the... You don't detect detect any kind of inky, diseasey smell coming from these bodies. Uh, You just smell ash, smoke, and corpse.
0: Okay, yep, that's enough for R. He's moving on,
2: (laughs) continuing his investigation. Amazing. And then, whoa, I believe you said something about wanting to look around uh, at if there's any plant life here in the town, specifically?
3: Yeah.
2: Awesome. Go ahead and roll me a... um, Girl, you can roll me Nature or Investigation. Your call. Uh,
3: Seven.
2: I'm sorry, what was it? Seven. Seven. So there are are very few plants here in the town. Um, It looks like what is here uh, is um, mostly uh, unnatural trees uh, uh, like fruit bearing trees or things like that. Uh, It seems like this area was like stripped of its natural trees and then other trees were imported from other islands onto here to provide sustenance for the team members you can see that the trees and the plant life around here isn't necessarily well taken care of it seems like it hasn't had proper watering in a couple of weeks or proper maintenance so a a lot of things seem to be like disheveled and things like that um but you do see also on a seven that the wilds still around you and still uh surrounding this town are still just as thick and still seemingly as dangerous but it is not Within the town itself.
5: Okay.
3: Can I go up to a tree bordering the town? I suppose.
2: Absolutely. Um.
3: You talk with uh, plants.
2: You want to cast uh, speak with plants? Is that what you said? I'm sorry. Yep. Awesome. You cast speak with plants on one of the trees uh, that are here. Um, and, uh, uh, you walk up to, uh, what looks like, uh, like this purplish fruit that has, like, leaves that extend from, like, the bottom where it connects to the tree, um, and it's, like, uh, the size of, like, a lemon, um, but it is, like, this bright purpley color, and as you approach the tree and cast Speak with Plants, uh, it looks at you and it's like, oh,
5: hello!
3: Uh, Hi.
2: You I, I can
5: understand me! That's fantastic!
3: Yes. It is very nice. I was mm. wondering if you know what happened to this town here behind
5: us? Uh, yes, um, I don't know exactly what happened, but I do know that I did stop getting watered a couple of weeks ago. I stopped um, noticing hands touching my leaves and touching my fruit. Um... <sighs> yes it is uh it's been very lonely here without people touching my fruit
3: uh i can touch your fruit if you would like
5: oh great heavens i'd love if you touch my fruit
3: uh i'm gonna fondle your fruit
5: oh you're <laughs> fondling my fruit it's been so long uh
3: just really like using both hands to i don't know what fruit you got just kind of like rubbing them all over, just not detaching them.
5: Mm, it's so soft. Do you moisturize?
3: Uh, yes, and uh, I'm going to create water to water it.
5: Hmm, this is so pure. Is this spring water?
3: Uh, I do not know where the water comes from. It just appears in the air.
5: Oh, so it's magic water. I can taste the sparkle.
3: Uh, yes. Do you do you have any other information about this town other than people stopped watering you? Do you perhaps know what made to burn it down?
5: Well, I did notice that all of the movement started heading towards the end of this road here, and you see kind of the leave.
2: Uh, the leaf of one of the branches kind of like sways in the wind in the direction of the uh, church. Um, and it's like
5: all of the tremors, I could feel it. My roots could feel it. It all went that direction. So
3: whatever this is to this town wins that way. Is what you're saying, yes?
5: Yes, uh, all of the noise and all of the rumbles went that direction, so whoever took the person who was watering me before must be that way.
3: A survivor,
5: maybe? I'm not sure. My roots can feel that there is still something underneath there, but who knows?
3: <laughs> that is very cryptic and very concerning. What is your name?
5: My name is Trili!
3: Trili, it was very nice to meet you, and I hope never to see you again. Bye!
2: Goodbye! As you end the spell, and and you come back to your friends uh, after having this
3: conversation with Trili. Hello, yes? The tree told me there might be a survivor over there.
4: Alright, well...
3: It made me do some pretty things. I do not feel the same. This.
4: <laughs> um... Encina has... Does not know how to respond to that and just kind of goes... Uh, well, I- I'm sorry about that. That's, you know... Trees can be a fickle thing. Um, Encina kind of swallows and goes, Look, y'all... We're in the thick of it now so there's really no point in me hiding this from y'all um, those and Cena takes a moment and she looks like she's gonna vomit but she doesn't um, she kind of collects herself, takes a breath and goes those bodies are meant to be sacrifices and I mean, I'm assuming you probably could have guessed that, considering we're dealing with a cult, but... I've... I haven't seen them burnt like that. I've seen them... I've seen them what they look like before the burning, and that's that's what made me leave. But, um... If I had to guess, uh... If I had to guess, I'd say that those pile of bodies are meant to be sacrifices, and if there's anyone still left in this town, they're being held and either waiting to be sacrificed or they're being indoctrinated into the cult, and, um, CJ, is the church at the end of the road where Woe was pointing? Yes, absolutely. Okay, um, so Encina's gonna swallow back some bile in her throat and nod at woe and say I think your tree friend's probably right about someone being at the end of this road. If if I know this cult and I know them very well they're gonna be somewhere in that church either up in the rafters or In the walls, or fuck, even maybe underground, I don't know. But that's where they're going to be. And, uh... Fuck. I'm sorry y'all had to see this. I thought I was going to be the only one who ever had to see something like this again.
3: I am not friends with Citri. I want this clear. Click-Clack is going to
2: walk up and just, like, kind of pat Encina, like, on
4: her forearm, like, where Click-Clack can reach. <laughs> Encina, Encina looks at Click-Clack and nods and kind of pats his wing in return and is like, Thank you, Click-Clack. Uh, I can't imagine you're doing much better, so... um. I told y'all this before, but this ain't gonna be easy. This is this is gonna be a lot worse than what we faced in Fort Jan, and, you know, maybe y'all had an idea of that, but I'm confirming it right now. This is going to be worse. A lot worse than what we went through in Fort Jan, and um, I'm sure y'all can probably guess these people, the vendetta against especially me but I imagine they probably have one against Click Clack as well, so... um, I know our mission is to free Tarnstead and to get word back to... get word back to, you know, where it needs to get back to, but... uh, Just prepare yourselves. Just be on your lookout. You know, keep your eyes peeled.
3: I do not want to peel my eyes. That sounds painful. Are you okay?
4: It, it it's it's just a term of a it's just an expression. Well, I'll, you don't have to peel your eyes if you don't want to. Just just keep them open. All right. Just make sure you're you're looking around and paying attention.
0: Bar will will comments that he does think that your cultist friends are underground, from what he sensed before. Underneath the church.
4: Well, good to know they're up to their old tricks still. That's. Motherfuckers. Alright, well. Let's. I think our only way forward is through the church, but let's be careful. I... Knowing them, they probably got fucking booby traps or some shit in the entrance. Fucking assholes.
0: Tara wants to ask, uh, do you know, I know that the the previous little ones we came across in the forest were meant to be indoctrinated? They take children early, right?
4: They take children very early. Uh, If
0: they had such a ritual where they're sacrificing, do you think there will be many, let's call them civilians, left, or will it just be church folk?
4: Uh, that... That's hard to tell, because... They might have changed their ways in the five years that I left, but... From what I remember, from what I could gather, because, you know, I wasn't part of the sacrificing and all that garbage, but what I found out later was that, at least back when... Back five years ago, usually half would get sacrificed and half would half would be indoctrinated. We usually saw an influx of, of people coming in. But that was years ago. I don't know if it's the same now.
0: I only ask if there might be people there to get out, or if it's kill on site.
4: Well, there's... There's gonna be one big bastard that's kill on sight, and he looks exactly like me. Um. But otherwise, I'd say use your best judgment. There's gonna be people that look scared. And lost. And... There's people even still in the cult that don't want to be there. That want to be free. There's definitely still people to save, even if it ain't people from this town. If that answers your question. Okay.
1: Um, I just had one question, um, for everyone. When I cast a Detect Thoughts, what was everybody's surface thoughts? Oof! Hmm.
4: (laughs) Um... I am going to private message you. Okay. Yeah, I actually might private message you as well, Derek. Um mine
3: was that I would eat R first. Great. <laughs> <Sorry. laughs>
1: <laughs> I think I feel like Freya would giggle a little bit at that out loud. Um, so there probably is just a random giggle from uh from Freya
4: question mechanically for detect thoughts um and uh, it doesn't really matter either way cuz i'm not trying to hide anything does detect thoughts work on visual thoughts would you say cuz i just need to know how graphic i need to make this dm right now <laughs> oh,
0: that's a good question do you do you see what we see
4: kind of thing do you yeah. see what we visualize <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've never thought Does
0: about brown that Brown
4: bear, brown bear, see y'all? I, all th-
1: I think it's just verbal thoughts Like words Okay. Not pictures And it's only oh, surface cool. thoughts If I wanted to go deeper, you'd need to roll a DC uh, a check And you right. no. But I don't want to go deeper I think I just wanted to detect To see if there was life around us But y'all were within 30 feet of me So I would get yours too
4: Switching sides Okay, cool, I just needed to know
3: if it were visual, you would all look like food to Woe. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like everyone looks like the anime meat, or whatever it is.
4: <laughs> we love to see it.
1: Just rolling yeah. around. Um, R, what's going on in your brain? You didn't tell me. Unless you're gonna DM me.
0: I did DM you.
1: Oh, you did? Oh, hee he. Okay, then, uh, CJ, you can move on. That's everybody's thoughts. <laughs>
2: Fantastic. So as you all are searching around the town and finally come to the conclusion that whatever lies in front of you, in fact, lies within the church and possibly below you, upon finding everything that you have found here in the town already, the town essentially being a ghost town for God knows how long, a pile of burning, mangled bodies, Jezar and... Xandar, upon seeing these things with you all, Jezar absolutely threw up. When he saw the pile of corpses, he threw up. It was not good for him. Xandar was able to keep his stomach, but after coming together with an evaluation of the town and you declaring to them that you have wishes to move forward, to continue to seek out what is going on And also, with the knowledge already passed out loud about this is 99% sure that this is cult activity, Jezar and Xandar have enough information to bring back to Dornwich. So they are going to part from you in this time to go back to Dornwich to report on what is going on. Is there anything that anyone wants to say to any of them before they leave you and you enter to the church?
1: Um, I think Freya is going, obviously going to say goodbye to Xander. Um, but I think he is also going to, um, give him his necklace of Kaivalya as a, as a parting thing and he's going to say if that gets lost and you get hurt I will know as he will let me know and I will find whatever hurts you
2: he takes this necklace and as you place it around his neck You hear the clanging of metal as it reaches his own pendant that hangs around his neck. He grabs your shoulders and brings his forehead to yours, similar to what you saw him and his father doing. And for you to hear just loud enough so that it is just between you, he says, stay safe. I will be back with help.
1: Um, Freya's also going to scoop uh, Viter out of his pocket, and is going to give him to Xander, and be like, it may be just a little too dangerous for this little one from now on. So if anything happens to me, I know you'll take good
2: care of him. He likes you better anyway. He steps back, accepts Vither as Vither crawls up and around and kind of lounges up amongst his horns in the top. He is like, there's no one better than you to take care of your familiar. And he smiles and heads towards Indy and puts vether in a small pouch on Indy's saddle and brings Jezzar up onto Indy. And Jez- Xandar looks to all of you and it says, I will be back with help, but be careful on your journey. I know that it is dangerous from what Encina has said. So I wish for your safe return and that I may see all of your faces again. as Indy starts flapping their wings and pushing wind around them to take up off into the sky and back south in the direction that you came from, as you all turn and face the church in front of you, your journey in front of you. Who's going in first? pocket our will.
4: <laughs> so will follow. Encina will follow very close behind R.
2: Okay. So, with that knowledge, uh, R, uh, you can go ahead and roll me a Perception check, and Encina, you can also roll it as well.
0: Yay. Perception. Fucking...
4: Perception.
0: We gotta- Ooh! Uh... 24. Heck yes. N-
4: and Cena got a very nice-looking six. Unless a I have advantage.
2: <laughs> 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 no, because it's an unfamiliar church, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> you you DM, the church up you in you the fucking those...
4: mountains, CJ! <laughs> I'm
2: sorry! <laughs> it's
0: okay, I'm DM, kidding. If you, if you add those numbers together, you get 30, just five. That's <laughs> true! <two. laughs>
2: On a combined 30, I proclaim. Um, so you, as you enter, <laughs> R taking the first steps on a 24,
0: you... R holding his lantern very hard. <laughs> you... <laughs>
2: no. Like the scene from Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, a shaky lantern being held by R reaching into the echoey chambers of this empty church you look around and on a 24 just as you begin to enter you see a thin strand of thread on the ground in front of you
0: Yeah, <laughs> uh Arthur will uh kind of like motion his hand to like step back a bit and look at the string what is it connected to please uh,
2: <laughs> as you follow the string you see that it is connected to a series of mechanisms that lead to a large weighted net above you
0: okay he will uh, relay that to his friends not step on the string or the net will catch you um. as you are. I hate motherfuckers. motherfuckers. I don't I don't think I can I can disarm it. I don't have any tools.
1: <laughs> um it's so a, you,
0: you need tools, right? To disarm
1: traps. Yes. Okay, yeah, I don't have those. So Freya's gonna do something.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: Um Freya's going to cast silence on where the trap will drop. Mm-hmm and is going to use his glaive to cut the wire.
2: Ooh, I love this. Clever, Clever girl. Clever girl. So you cast silence. The room becomes still. No longer hearing the wind echoing through the empty, the painless windows in this church. No longer hearing the creaking of wood. No longer hearing the chirping of the birds outside. It is deaf-silent for all of you. As you all visually see, Freya reach out with their glaive, and with a snip up of their wrist, it sets off the trap. You all see, but do not hear, the ever-grinding gears twisting and turning as the trap sets itself off. Sandbags fall to the ground with a silent thud as the trap falls down, you see wood pews around you break and shatter as it slams into the ground, causing a slight tremor into the floor. If this was gone off without silence, you would have surely been caught.
1: Um, And in that moment, you all see Freya's... It, he doesn't... It, it, it's... Um, You know that, like, anime thing where, like, somebody, like, goes into, like, a different mode and it's, like, that, like, echoey aura of, like, bigger, stronger versions of themselves? Mm. That kind of happens to Freya in this moment as he is channeling wrath.
2: You see this aura of energy, something that you have yet to see in its fullest form, as Freya starts to understand the world around him. The lies that he has been told his whole life is hitting him like the net hit the floor, like a ton of bricks, wrath emanating from Freya, like heat just rising from asphalt. You can just feel the warmth, the heat, the anger coming from Freya. And as you all avoid this, step over the net, the silence still lingering as you can start to hear very faint whispers of things coming back as the silence fades away. You all look at this empty church and start to notice a couple of things as you are looking around. Uh, You see that there is a... You know, let's just talk about the elephant in the room, it isn't hard to miss it. There is a large gaping hole in the floor towards the back of this church. Can't miss it. It is like the bricks of the floor of this church have been lifted up and stacked off to the sides to leave a large, dark tunnel leading down to who knows where. There is around the edges leading down into this tunnel, you see that the stone Is soaked with blood, that it just covers almost every inch of the corners of the grout that was laid here in the church. And you just hear like pitter-patters of sound echoing and bouncing off the walls coming from within this tunnel.
3: Um,
1: before anybody does anything, Freya's going to go to Encina, and he's going to kind of, like, actually, he was gonna go for a bro thing, but I think he's gonna go for, like, actually kind of a sweeter thing, and he's going to, like, lightly cup Encina's face, with his hands, and he's going to say, I'm sorry, this is going to hurt for a moment. But I think you are one of the people that need to use this the most. And just like he did with his mother, he is going to give Encina one of his burden die.
2: Ooh,
1: when when channeling wrath the poison the um well that ruined it the uh added damage is poison
4: oh okay
1: you all see as freya gives this the veins in Encina's hands and arms become bulged and deep purple um and that is a d10 you could add to any damage roll um once
4: right, d10 of poison
1: and then um he is going to go and it it does hurt when he gives it to you like it is not it is not a power he shares lightly because he knows it hurts other people hmm but he also knows that Encina can take it
4: yeah and honestly as Encina's veins start to grow start to turn purple and pulse and Ache, she hisses a little bit, and she, she's she winces, but through her narrowed, narrowed clenched eyes, she looks at you and she goes, "I probably needed that. Thank you."
1: Of course, uh, and he's going to kneel down to click clack, and he's going to smile and kind of. Put his hands on on Click-Clack's shoulders at this point and go, Little bird, though I know you are probably more of an adult than I, I am sharing this power with you also. As you have Mm -hmm. an important mission outside of what we are doing, and I will make sure that you see that mission through. And um, you guys probably can't see because of the feathers, but the same thing happens to um, Click-Clack on his hands and arms.
4: Is Click-Clack getting the same
3: uh,
1: wrath and poison? Mm Mm-hmm. So you get a d10, you can add to one damage roll.
4: Sweet.
0: Alright, uh, if everyone's done sharing their burdens, I think R will resume leading the pack. Absolutely. As you... I
2: think,
0: I think also R is going to let uh, Div out to be in front of him, like slithering, so that he can keep using his blind sight, and we will be aware of what's coming.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. So you lead the way... Down, 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 deeper and deeper, as the walls become tunnels around you. The stone seems to be carved out around you, as a path is in front of you, but is unknown. And it is dark in here. Who doesn't have dark vision?
4: Encina does not, but Encina also has a candle.
2: <laughs> Encina has a candle. So you'll be able to see five feet around you with that light. But beyond that, Encina, you will be a little bit in the blind for
0: certain. R-, R doesn't have dark vision either. He has his lantern. But again, Div, Div has blind sight and Div can communicate right. with R.
1: I have 30 feet of... Uh, dark vision.
2: Amazing. So we've got some with, some without. Um, as you plow forward, down deeper into the ground, it starts to get cold and chilly around here, around you. As you hear the drips of condensation falling to the ground. And you keep walking straight along the path until you come to a wall and a choice. There is a cap- There is a path to your right and there is a path to your left. Which path do you choose?
4: Can Encina do an insight check to see if there are any like sigils or scrawlings on the walls for either path.
2: Absolutely. You could do okay. uh, investigation.
4: Okie dokie. What are you? I can't see. It's so dark. <laughs> you gotta be fucking kidding me. It's a six. <laughs>
2: it's a six. I feel like you hold the candle up to the wall trying to get a better view at what could possibly be hints or clues, remnants that you can remember to help lead you along the path. But I think that you are struggling to see... I think you're struggling to decipher if the cracks in the stone are glyphs, or if they are just cracks in the stone.
4: Um, I think with that, um, Encina's actually gonna turn to R and be like, hey buddy, can you, is, are there glyphs here, or are these just cracks, or am I going crazy?
0: Alright, R will assist, or do I roll my own? (laughs)
2: Um, I'm gonna say roll your own investigation. Okay.
4: <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: this not my strongest
4: suit. Okay. It's, it's not mine either. Suit, I, have- or,
0: uh,
4: I have a minus one to investigation. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's good. Um,
0: that's a, a, a 20, a, a dirty 20. Plus oh. one from, from my stats and plus one from from there.
2: Nice, nice. Okay. With a dirty 20, you do in fact see that there are sigils written into the wall, but they are not directional signals. It is actually more of a language. And on a dirty 20, you can kind of decipher it. And it's kind of broken up because you don't exactly read this language but on a dirty 20 you're able to at least kind of get the gist of it and the gist is speak for him speak through me
0: wait say that again
2: speak for him speak through me
0: is that on one side or those are the two paths
2: um, it's. It does not look like it is like pointing in any direction specifically. It more looks like it is a message message on the wall for uh, people to just read and see. Okay, he's
0: he's going to relay that to Encina and ask. Do you know what the fuck that
2: means?
4: <laughs> Encina scowls and says, "Yeah, that's that was one of our old science was." Speak through him, speak for me. Yeah, I remember that shit well. Heard it all the damn time. Um. So CJ, it's like just like... It's not like on any particular corridor. It's just kind of like in the middle.
5: Yeah,
2: so basically you guys walk up to a wall and a split in the path that goes... On either side of you directionally. So they'll, they'll go straight to the left in one direction and straight to the right in another direction. Um, let me... I'm gonna... I'll send a quick picture to the chat really quick just to show you where you guys are. Try not to show too much of the good stuff here. <laughs>
4: Gotta keep that hidden behind a paywall.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that's that's behind a paywall.
0: Uh, R has a foolproof
2: plan. (laughs) (laughs) Let's let's draw on this so that you can't see the goodies. (laughs) Yeah, crossing out all of my DM notes.
4: Me and my dumbass had to go ask if there were fucking sigils on the wall.
2: (laughs) No, this is great, this is great, this is learning. We're all learning here.
0: Perfect. (laughs) We're learning stuff.
2: Well, alright, well you're gonna see one thing, but I feel like it's kinda obvious, so... Whatever, you know? (laughs) Love that, that, that.
5: (laughs) I'm sorry! I keep dying! <laughs> Enjoy <laughs> my scribble scrabble. <laughs> you guys have come across a fork in the road.
4: Put the Treely a- voice away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, never! The <never.
5: laughs> Treely has followed you! <laughs> you I'm I need to be fond of. The uh, so the tree sentience lasts for- 10 minutes? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. So you probably still hear whispers, whoa, in the background, like, Where are you, friend? My fruit. I'm just muttering,
3: I'm not friends with the trees.
0: I like to imagine he's like chasing after all. He like ripped his roots out I Was like, crawling.
4: <laughs> <laughs> he's gone full end.
0: Full end. <laughs> First evolution to chase after his friend. <laughs>
1: The tree <laughs> needing to be fondled is now an NPC in all Saluna <laughs> uh, campaigns now.
5: I did okay, say it was a reported tree, so. You go to all, well, trees all trees are perverts. All trees are perverts. Yeah. Did you guys know <laughs>
4: very quickly, IRL, there are trees that actually, like, pick their roots up out of the ground and move about 65 feet a year, to li- like yeah. like in real life this happens. So I just mm-hmm. pictured Lee just very slowly trying to get his roots out of the ground. i I must be fondled. Just for 10 I minutes,
3: so I didn't know I was that good at fondling. <laughs> <laughs>
4: But so anyway, the, great, path.
5: <laughs> yeah, so the path. Yeah, so the path in front of you, the <laughs> path diverges R- onto two roads.
3: I is going to pull out a gold coin and flip
4: it. <laughs> you know what, honestly, uh, that's, yeah.
3: Can I try and catch the coin and eat it?
4: Absolutely.
2: You can make a dexterity check.
3: Uh, the DM said it was okay. Damn it.
2: Okay, it's fine.
0: I have my lucky coin. Where is it? Uh, All right. So I'm going to make it heads is right, tails is left.
3: I only got a 13 to eat your coin. I don't think that's going to be high enough. I'll just eat my own coins. It's tails. (laughs) Left it is.
0: (laughs) Do I have to roll anything to to prevent... Um. Coin
2: theft. Uh no. Um, what was the dex check from? Oh, it was just a
3: thirteen.
2: A thirteen. Um, you can roll. You roll your own dex check. Uh, R. Dex. Just dex. i hope you we'll also get a thirteen. Yeah, yeah just with your head. dexterity modifier added. So just basically a roll off.
3: Your dc's thirteen. Okay, hold on. Da, 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 da. I'm just here to make things more difficult
0: that's
2: 15, 15 16 17 17 so you managed to snatch it out of the air before you see Woe's chompers coming in from your right hand side just like oh. yeah, just to try and grab it from the air uh Woe, you just you just miss like it was a 17 versus a fi- like a 13 so it wasn't too far off
0: i will, it's it's tails so left we go left
2: I lead left. (laughs) Lead left. Okay. As you head left, you come across another choice. You can continue on your path straight forward, or you can make a right-hand turn down another cavern.
0: Car is going to look back on his other persona left and right. And think about what he's learned. And in vases, you hug the left wall. So we go straight.
2: <laughs> you go straight. Okay, you lead the group straight. You come across a left-hand turn as you lead the party into what looks like a dead-end room. It is filled with barrels and rope and supplies. Just very hodgepodge like stuff you need to live and stuff you need to survive, normal storage stuff. But it is, in fact, a dead-end.
0: Okay, you said there's a left, or no?
2: Um, it is, so there is a, let me, I will send an updated map of where yeah. you have been so far. That is the map. Voila! So you have a left-hand turn, which is that little jutted-out area that you see above the room that you were just in. Okay. Yeah. We're, we. Uh. Well, I'll leave them there. Fantastic. So, with R still in the lead, R, we have another choice. You come across a three-way split. You can go forward, you can go left,
5: or you can go right. If it ain't
2: broke, don't fix it, so
0: we're going left. I'm gonna go left. <laughs> left.
2: All right, you take another left-hand turn, and you come across another dead-end room. This kind room is filled with chains that are shackled up against the wall, and attached to those chains are long-dead people. Corpses, oh, emaciated. Beyond saving... It looks like they have been here for... Probably two weeks. Rotting. Question. Yes.
0: Are they wearing like... Let's
2: call them cult uniforms. Um, From what you can see... Uh, that is draping on their body. You do not see any cult signifiers. Okay.
0: Then... Uh, I guess we'll go back to... The the four-way the four-way intersection.
2: Okay. Make me a intelligence saving throw to remember the hallway that you entered from. Intelligence saving throw son of a fish. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Alright. Your familiar can help you, so you have advantage. Oh thank you. Okay. So that's Okay. Uh 12. 12. Uh, It hasn't been too many turns yet, I'm gonna say on a 12, you successfully remember that you did just say, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, left, left, left. So you do know that you entered in from the right corridor, and that the other options that you have not explored coming out of the cavern that you just came out of would be to head straight forward, which would, in correlation to the map, be heading towards the middle of what I've drawn or mm-hmm. take a left-hand turn heading up deeper into caverns and R is going to lead left. It ain't broke, don't <laughs> fix it. More left. Uh-huh. <laughs> we're going to hug that wall all the way. <laughs> we're going to hug We're hugging that wall, y'all.
1: <laughs> I love how much hugging is happening in this episode. So sweet. It
2: is. It's yeah, so much hugging, <laughs> so much Listen, loveliness.
0: Anybody want to hug hide a- R is trying to create a relationship with this wall. He really is. Good.
2: <laughs> All right. You take a left hand turn, and only about 500 feet later, you come across another decision. This time, it is only two left okay. or right. Left. Left. <laughs> Onward I'm and left.
1: Screaming.
3: <laughs> <Turn> across <laughs> everything.
1: Rx Wall fanfictions, everybody, let's go.
2: <laughs> we just left, everybody left.
3: So, I fondle trees. R fondles walls. Give it.
2: You go left, and you come across as you're stepping deeper and deeper, following your familiar and following those footsteps, uh, and following kind of like your intuition and your familiar's intuition with the blind sight. You continue left and you come across another turn. It is the only option that you can go making a right-hand turn. You then make another right-hand turn. Seems like you're making a little bit of a loop here, but not too bad because then you come across another option. This option is left or straight. I think I have to go left. (laughs)
1: <laughs>
4: you know this way. We've gotten this far.
2: <laughs> We've gotten this far. Might as well keep going left. We've gotten so far. Look at that map. It's just, it's just the left corner, though. As you...
0: I want love it, like, all the enemies are on the right side. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you head left, and you come across a room that... Uh, seems to have a corridor at the far right-hand side of the room. Inside this room are sh- another s- couple of shackled individuals. But as you come across these ones, these ones are still breathing.
0: Oh. They're shackled, though. They're, like, hanging from the walls.
2: Yes, they are hanging from the walls, from their wrists. Doesn't Sina recognize uh, either of them? Give me a history check.
4: Okie dokie. We need a new dice for this. Not that one? That's the one I've been using all night. New one. Okay. Okay, that's not terrible. That's a ten. A ten.
2: You don't recognize anybody here specifically. Their faces are very dirty. Everybody here is very emaciated, starving, dehydrated, on the verge of death. But you don't recognize anybody. It's been a couple of years since you've been here at the cult. You've managed to escape them for this long. Unfortunately, these are new faces.
4: Mm. How many people are in the room? Four. Four. Okay. Um... Shit. Well, before I do anything, um, R, you sounded like you wanted to do something, so do your thing first, and then afterwards I will chime in if I need to.
0: R was gonna continue leading.
4: Oh, okay. Um, oh, I think I, in, um, I think Encina is going to stop, and... So you said there was four in the room, right, CJ? Yes. Okay, um shit cuz i think the can i roll insight on them to i guess my insight is basically to see if they're supposed to be like okay so let, let me let me make it a little simpler cuz my mind is has like 13,000 thoughts in it are i'm rolling insight to see if they are still loyal to the cult or these are people that are being held there against their will. Gotcha.
0: Here's my thinking. Here's my thinking. If they are hanged there, and they are depraved of deeds, they're going to need help to travel. You know what I mean? So it doesn't make sense for us to release them now, and to have to help them travel through this thing, it makes more sense to come back to this room after we clear out the enemies.
4: Right, no, but what Encina was going to do... Um, because I have a lay on hands pool. I was gonna give each of them oh, two points right. of health just to make sure they're not dying. But if they're still loyal to the cult, and, okay, so here's the, and again, CJ, you can stop me if I'm metagaming or if you think this would be in line with how Encina thinks, because I am trying to think in her mindset. Mm-hmm. Basically what Encina is wondering is if these people are meant to be sort of alarm bells and are willing to die for the cult to catch people trespassing, or if they are being held here against their will. That's what she's trying to figure out.
2: Okay, go ahead and roll me an insight check.
4: Okay. Yay, I got a good roll for once. That is, (laughs) that's an 18 insight.
2: Ooh, eighteen. Yes. On an 18, as you're scanning these faces, looking for a sense of familiarity, looking to connect to these people because of the trauma that you have endured and the things that you have seen within these very, these very movable walls that continue to follow these cults. You look and scan these faces, you see that three of them are in commoner clothes. So it seems like these people are on an 18. You would probably know that these three commoners are probably being saved for their freshness. Mm. Uh, their blood I is agree. still pumping, their heart is still beating, the meat is still fresh. But there is one person of these four, who has a rag across their mouth between their teeth, keeping them from speaking, who is also bound here. And looking at them, looking at their eyes, you see that this person has done some fairly horrible things, things that you know, things that you've shared with the group, things that your group has already seen. But you also see that this person has been deceived, and now they're Mm. locked
4: up. Okay, um, shit. So immediately, um, just before, Encina is going to give um, two points of health to the three commoners. So that is six, that, um, six I'm losing right off the bat, um, which is fine, because my pool is pretty big, plus I've got a lesser restoration. Um, and, and is going to walk over towards the one with the rag in their mouth, not take the rag out, but look at them, and say, I gotta know who I'm talking to first. Do you remember anyone by the name of Casey May?
2: They... look at you... kind of... think for a second... and they shake their
4: head yes. Okay. So you've been here a long time then. They shake their head yes. Are you still loyal to these people? And, um, before they answer, Cena is going to cast Zone of Truth.
2: You cast this aura around you. How does your Zone of Truth look to you?
4: I think in Cena's Zone of Truth, the aura looks like... It looks like a... Like a... Kind of like a glass dome with spikes. It's very... It's, it gives off this uh, this feeling of you better tell me the truth or there will be consequences and I will know. And it's it's a it's a very intimidating sort of aura to be in.
2: So as you cast this zone of truth around you, this compelling energy to only tell you the truth and only speak True words, not to lie to your faces, not to deceive you. You see the same look of scared desperation on this person's face as you ask them, "Do you still believe in their causes?" And they shake their head no.
4: And Cena is going to give them one point of health and stare them in the eyes and say, I'm coming back for those three. Once I'm done here, if you turn around and you backstab me, I will make sure it is the worst hell you have ever been through. Anything worse than what they could have done to you. Do you understand me?
2: They nod their head very violently to show that they are absolutely intimidated in this moment. They are starving, they are dehydrated, they are being kept captive by people that they called their friends, their family, and they are definitely scared in this moment for their life. They are placing trust in you that you may also place trust in them as you see gratitude come from their eyes as you give them a point of health.
4: And I think Encina is going to lean in, still hasn't, you know, taken the rag out of their mouth, just in case. Um, and is going to say very quietly, just to them, and says, If you remember Casey, then you remember how she left. And you remember that she was able to leave. She's coming back now, not... Not to join, but to rectify everything that has happened here. And you can either be part of that, or you can stay and suffer with them. So, it seems like you've made your choice, but I just want to let you know that, so that you can continue to think on it when I come back. And, having said that very quietly just to this person, Encina is going to lean back away, turn to face the group, and say, Alright, y'all. They should be stable until we can get back. So, let's keep going. R, you've done a good job leading us so far, so let's let's keep going. Let's keep at it.
1: Left to this. <laughs> <laughs> perhaps, perhaps if they betray you, Woke we'll can have a snack finally.
4: Yeah, I don't know how good they'd taste, but yeah, we'll think about it.
3: I can plump them up.
2: Perfect, so left doesn't necessarily work in this I will, moment.
0: I will face the way we came in, so that w- the path is on my left. So I will go left.
2: Okay, <laughs> so you're going to turn around and go back the way you came instead of going in the corridor at the end of the room. Correct. To- All right, I'm gonna need another intelligence saving throw.
0: I still get advantage from uh, Devon.
2: Yes, you do. Devon!
0: Here we go. Okay. And my plus one. That was one. terrible.
2: What about this one? And
0: oh, my- that was a lot I- better. So, four. And then the other one was 12 plus. You said in- intelligence, right?
2: Yes.
5: 12 plus zero plus one. 13.
2: <laughs> 13. Um. You kind of turn around, you've been heading into a lot of rooms, very confident in your left, 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 left. Very sure that, you know, if you turn around and make a left, you're pretty sure that that's the right direction. Yes. As you make another left-hand turn, you see the distant flickering of torches. You hear the scraping of metal and the a gurgling coming from the room in front of you. And as you all step slightly and slowly towards this next room, knowing that there is movement here, you all see before you people In piles, people in cages strung up from the ceilings, people waiting in line to be tossed in a giant bubbling cauldron in the middle of this room, and a mass. Is it humanoid? Is it a construct? Is it the infection? But whatever it is, it's alive, and it is plastered to the wall, giving orders to the other cultists that gather around this bubbling boiling pot as the eyes dart in your direction and stare Insina directly in the eyes. Welcome back, Casey. It's so good to see you again. And this is where we're going to end our session. Tune in next week to find out what happens here deep in the caverns. Derek, where can our listeners find us and find out what's going on? Uh,
1: where can I find us? Because fucking Christ. <laughs> um, damn. In the
2: left. Okay. We're left. Uh, in the left.
1: <laughs> you can find us to the left, guys. Just left. follow, oh, just the follow left. our the just left. Keep Hug going the left. Wall. Just keep going left. Hug the wall and fondle the fruit the rule also <laughs> the, also raw dog the garlic those are the yes. rules of queers and spears um but you can find us on any pl- platform that you find your podcasts on spotify um apple music google uh google podcasts samsung podcast iHeartRadio, which i didn't know had podcasts on it uh and Podbean. um Our episodes go out every Friday at uh, um, 12.30pm EST, Um, and you can find us on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, and probably any other social medias that pop up just because we need a way to contact and talk to our listeners. Because we love talking to you guys and also love interacting uh, with other TTRPG uh, podcasts and stuff like that, uh, and announcing different things on our social medias, which we have some announcements coming up soon. Um, so pay attention for that, because uh, we will be starting to post about Campaign 2 soon, because um, that is happening this fall. Uh, and that is about it. I do not have any other... Announcements. Uh, well, I mean, you all know if you are on our Twitter and, and TikTok uh, and stuff like that, that we are doing a um, special 12-episode miniseries uh, called Behi- Breaking the Scales, um, which is using the um, TTRPG Godkiller, written by Connie Chong. Um, and it will be... Uh, featuring all of the main players of our first campaign and this mini campaign, plus some guest stars, Uh, so keep an eye out on the Instagram and Twitter and TikTok to where I can announce who our guest stars are, um, which will be happening in a couple weeks, Uh, but we are working hard on that um and we are also working hard on getting campaign 2 started for y'all we're super excited for the stories we're going to tell then um and be queer be yourself fight the man and support SAC afra and the Rider strike um because us here at crazy spirit support that also um We cannot have movies and entertainment without our writers and our actors, and they deserve to be paid equally. Um, Is there anything else that anybody else would like to plug or anything? Fondle the fruit. Fondle the fruit.
4: Always fondle the fruit. (laughs) Definitely fondle the fruit.
1: Um. But fondle the fruit. We will catch you guys
3: next week.
5: Bye Bye bye. Bye bye. Hey, who was that? Bye.